Hello and welcome to CCI's podcast. CCI is short for Campaign for Christ International, and as the name implies, we indeed are campaigning for Christ. May His kingdom expand and His good news reach to all the ends of the earth. In this life, you are choosing where you will spend eternity. The world in general is much more aware that there is more to this life than what we see. That there is a spiritual realm, and the Bible addresses it, telling us that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. There is good and there is evil. There is light and there is darkness. And each human being in this life has the free will to choose whether to follow the light God shines over humanity or stay in darkness under the influence of the ruler of darkness and his works. This is your host, Dr. Reyes. And today, Josiah Alway will speak about heaven and hell and how you get there. It is during this life that you choose the path you will tread on towards only one of two eternal destinations. Jesus spoke about those two ways, and the psalmist perfectly summarizes these two ways by saying, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that brings forth its fruit in its season whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. There are only two ways you can choose from. Jesus said it. And now, let us hear on how to get to heaven. Have you ever been somewhere where you don't know where to turn? You're lost? You need a map or a GPS or someone to help you with directions? Well, if you're like me, that's happened to you before. You see, if I'm somewhere that I'm not very familiar with, even if I've been there before, I'm the kind of person that needs to follow directions. I need to follow a map. I need to follow a GPS. I need someone to tell me to take a left turn or a right turn at a certain intersection. Well, in this life, we're on a path, a path to our eternal destination, and God gave us specific directions on how we can get to heaven. He gave us directions through Jesus Christ, and he gave us a map, and that map is the Bible. And today I'm speaking on the topic, how to get to heaven. How to get to heaven, and I want to turn to the words of Jesus, where he gives us directions in Matthew, the seventh chapter, beginning in the 13th verse. Matthew, the seventh chapter, beginning in the 13th verse. Jesus tells us 
the direction to destruction and the direction to heaven in this map. And here we read, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few that find it. In this passage of Scripture, Jesus, referring to destruction, is talking about hell. And the word life speaks of eternal life in heaven. And so Jesus says that wide and easy is the way that leads to hell, but narrow and difficult is the way that leads to heaven. And Jesus uses these terms as metaphors or as illustrations of two different lifestyles, two different ways of living. And so he says there's no other option. There are only two paths that you and I can take in this life. We can follow the example of Satan. We can live for ourselves, live in sin and rebellion against God, and follow Satan's example into destruction, into hell. Or we can follow the example of Jesus on the narrow way. Denying ourselves, giving ourselves, doing the will of God and following Him into heaven. And I want to speak on both of these paths today. First, Jesus speaks to us of a wide way. What did Jesus mean when He uses this term, wide way? This place is where everyone does what's right in their own eyes. This wide way is a... It's a wide way and an easy way because on this path, sin is accepted and even embraced. On this wide way, people are free to lie when it's convenient, to lie when it's to their advantage. On this wide way, people can live immoral lives. They can view pornography without guilt and concern. On this wide way, People can cheat and steal and hate and be covetousness and greedy. On this wide way, selfishness is accepted. On this wide way, people don't have to live by God's standards, but rather their own standards, the way they want. On this wide way, people can do what they want, when they want, how they want. They live in rebellion toward God. On this wide way, there is no remorse for sin. It is a path that Satan chose, a path of rebellion against God, a path of pride, a path that says, I don't need to obey God. I can do it on my own. I can do what I want to do. I'm better than that. On this wide way, there's also different religions and different philosophies. You see, there are a lot of people, a lot of people in this world who believe that 
all religions lead to heaven. And they'll give you an example like this. They'll say every finger represents a, a path, a different religion or philosophy. But ultimately, they all lead to the palm. They all, all these paths lead to heaven. But this isn't so. Jesus said there's only one way to heaven, and it is a narrow and a difficult way. You see, I came here to this building today on a specific road. There's only one road that leads to this building. There's probably only one road that leads to the place that you're at right now. And so it's true in heaven. There is only one road, one path, one gate that leads to eternal life in heaven. And Jesus said... In John chapter 14, Jesus said, I am the way. Jesus claimed to be the only way to eternal life in heaven. And either Jesus is the way or Jesus is a liar. If there is no other, if there is another way to heaven, then Jesus was lying to us. And if he's a liar, then we should reject him and live differently than he says. But if Jesus is the way, then we should live for him and follow him and make him our Lord and our master and our savior. And I'm here preaching today because with all of my heart, I believe that Jesus is who he claimed to be. I believe that Jesus is the way to everlasting life in heaven. And he's changed my life. He's changed my heart. And that's why I'm here speaking to you today. He's made me a new person. And he can do the same for you if he hasn't already. But I've got a fearful thing to say. The Bible teaches, and Jesus said in our text, that some of us, some people, are on their way to destruction because they're on the wide and easy path. All of us at some point have been on this wide way because we're all sinners, We've all rebelled against God at some point in our lives. Some of you today are on this path of rebellion, on this path of sin, and you're headed to destruction. You're headed to hell. And the Bible says this place of hell is a place of eternal torment. It is a place where the worm never dies, when, when there is an eternal regret and a constant knowledge of the chance that you had to go on another path. It is a place where thirst is never quenched. A place where hate and pain are always felt and there is no joy and no peace. It is a place of outer darkness and death. A place of stench where there is a great lake of fire consuming Sinners, not for one day, not for one week, not for one year, but for all of eternity. A million years goes by in this place of destruction. And you've not yet begun to suffer in this place because it'll go forever and ever. It is a terrible and awful place. And many will go there. Many will follow Satan into this place of destruction. And what a terrible thing it is 
to fall into the hands of an angry God. What a terrible thing it is to follow Satan and sin and rebellion into this place of eternal torment. And you say, I'm not headed to this place. I'm religious. Some of you say, I pray and I fast. But you know that these things won't save you? Things like prayer and fasting are are things that God wants us to do, but they're not going to save you. You can do all of these things and still be on the wide path to destruction because you are living how you want to live. You're doing what is right in your own eyes, but not according to what is right in God's eyes. Jesus said that sin will lead you to this place of destruction. The Bible says that those who reject God's laws, those who rebel against God are guaranteed to go to that place. But I've also got good news. That good news is that Jesus loves you so much that he's done so much for you to be able to go on the narrow way. He doesn't want you on the path of destruction. He doesn't want you to follow Satan into hell. The Bible says it's not God's will that any should perish, but that all should come to the knowledge of God. His desire is that you would go on the narrow way and follow Christ into eternal life. It's so much of His desire that God became flesh and dwelt among us. In the person of Jesus, the eternal Christ became a man in Jesus. He lived a perfect life. No one else in all of human history has lived a perfect life. He was perfect and spotless. And he became the sacrifice for you and for me. He took the punishment of our sin, of your sin and my sin. He took that punishment upon himself and he was beaten and mocked, and ridiculed, and nailed to the wooden beams of a cross at a place called Calvary. And he died there for you and me. He took the punishment of sin upon himself. You and I, condemned to prison, that prison of hell, that prison of destruction, and Jesus descended into death. For three days and three nights, he bore the penalty for you and me because he loves you that much. Because he wants you and I to have eternal life with him. But he didn't stay there. The Bible says that God raised him from the dead. And today he lives. He lives in heaven. He lives in heaven and he loves you. And he's seated at the right hand of the throne of God. And as he was raised from the dead, you and I can be raised from our spiritual death and have newness of life in Jesus Christ. And it is only through the cross and resurrection of Christ that this can happen. And Jesus Christ has saved me. He's forgiven me of my sins. He's taken my sin upon himself. And he's changed my life. And I know with all of my heart that he is the Savior of the world. And he is who he claimed to be. And as he's forgiven me, he can forgive you. And as he's cleansed me, he can cleanse you if he hasn't already. 
So first Jesus spoke of the wide way to hell, but then he speaks of a narrow way, a narrow and difficult way to heaven. What is this way? Well, we've already said it, and I'll repeat the words again from John 14, where Jesus said, I am the way. He said it's narrow. There's no, other, there's no one else. There's no other religion. It's only through Jesus. And oh, what a claim that was. No one in all of human history had ever made such a claim as that. No one had ever said, I'm the only way to heaven. Only Jesus said that. And I believe he's exactly who he claimed to be. And he is the only person in all of human history to suffer the consequence of sin, to live a perfect life and then die on the cross for you and me. That's why he's the only way. But why did Jesus say that this narrow way is difficult? What did he mean by that? And that there's few that find it. Well, it's narrow and difficult because this path is walked by a person who's decided to follow Jesus Christ. You know the word Christian? The word Christian comes from the phrase Christ one or Christ follower. After Jesus had died on the cross and was raised from the dead, people began to observe his followers and they began to notice that Jesus' followers tried to imitate him. They tried to be like him because he was perfect. And so they said those are Christ ones or those are Christ followers or those are imitators of Christ. And eventually the word became Christian. To be on this narrow way means you are a Christian, a Christ follower. You're an imitator of Jesus Christ. It's narrow because here, like Jesus did, you deny sin. You deny your desires. You choose to live a life dedicated to the will of God. You choose to surrender your will and your passions just as Jesus did. In other words, it's a narrow and difficult way because as other scripture points out, it's the way of repentance. Jesus said, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Peter said, repent. And be baptized for the remission of sins. John said repent all throughout the Bible. God calls us to repent of sin. And this word repent literally means to change direction. You're on the wide way that leads to destruction. You're doing whatever you want to do. You're living the life that you want to live. Or you're following some other religion or philosophy. And then Jesus says, repent. You turn to the narrow way that leads to heaven. You turn to Jesus Christ and make him your Lord. You follow Jesus. You see, repentance is going from that path to destruction and going on the path that Jesus walked to eternal life. I can tell you tonight that it's the most wonderful path you could ever choose. Oh yes, there are hardships. It's difficult, Jesus said. It's hard. There are trials and there are tribulations. There's persecution. 
and you don't feel like giving up your desires, your heart pulls you away from this path. Your heart wants to do what it wants to do. You want to be on that wide way, that easy way. It's hard to deny yourself and obey God, but the way is also wonderful, and I wouldn't trade it for anything in all the world because it's here where you experience the presence of Jesus. Here on this path, you experience the love of God. Here on this path, you know that your sins are forgiven. There's a story of a pilgrim A pilgrim who was fearful of destruction and wanted to go to the celestial city of heaven. And so he began on the narrow, difficult way that few chose to follow. But as he started his journey, a great burden, a great weight was upon his back. And it made the way difficult. But one day he came to the cross. And when he knelt down at the cross that place of repentance, the burden fell off of his back. That burden of guilt and shame for sin, that burden of knowing he was going to destruction came off. And he knew his sins were forgiven. His guilt was gone. Yes, it's a hard path. But on this path, Jesus takes away your sin and guilt Jesus said, my peace I leave with you. There's a peace that Jesus Christ gives you through the Holy Spirit. People all over the world are searching for peace and they don't find it on the wide way. Oh yeah, there's temporary peace, but not lasting peace. Jesus promises you a permanent and lasting peace in Him. And the Bible says on the narrow way, the Spirit of God gives you the joy of salvation. People think that they can find joy in becoming rich in money. People are so into wanting money. If only I had more money and could do what I wanted to do, I'd find joy, they would say. But Jesus offers real, lasting, permanent joy that is not found in anything this world has to offer. The Bible says that in His presence is the fullness of joy. In the presence of God is where we find that that our heart so desires. Yes, the narrow way is not easy. It has moments of trials and difficulties. It is more difficult than the wide way to destruction. But when the end comes, you will find eternal life. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. The Bible says of heaven that it is a place where God wipes away every tear. A place where God sits on the throne and rules and reigns with perfect justice. A place where God is the light of heaven as the sun shines on the earth. A place where the Bible says the streets are of gold. A place where the lion and the lamb lie down together. It is a perfect and wonderful life where you experience continually the joy and the peace of the presence of God. And someday, if you choose to follow Jesus, you're going to go to that place. Now, it's hard for us to imagine that. Perhaps the closest example we can think of is 
when we were children. You, when you were a child, you knew that one day you were going to grow up. You were going to become an adult. And maybe people used to ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you had these dreams and these ideas of what you wanted to be when you were an, an adult. But it seemed so far away. You knew that someday you were going to grow up, but it seemed so far away. It seemed a distant dream. And one day you realized that you were no longer a child. You realized one day that you were an adult. And so it is with our life and our eternal destiny. We know that one day we're going to die. All of us are going to die. And we know there's a heaven and there's a hell. And when we think of heaven, we, we have these dreams and it makes us feel good and it gives us hope. But it seems so far away. We know it's real, but like a child thinking of when they're going to grow up, that's how we think of heaven sometimes. But there's coming a day when we are going to die and heaven will be before us if we have chosen to follow Jesus. And we will suddenly realize that we are in this great celestial city, this wonderful place for all of eternity. We will be in the will of God with eternal life. If you've never made the decision to go on the narrow way to eternal life, to follow Jesus, I ask you to just believe. Believe in your heart that Jesus died on the cross for you and rose from the dead. Someone once came to Peter and asked Peter how it is that one might be saved how it is that one might leave the wide path of destruction and go on the narrow way that leads to heaven. You know what Peter said in the Bible? Peter said, repent and be baptized for the remission of sins. That word repentance again, turning away from that path and choosing the narrow way. First he said, repent. Tell God you're sorry for your sin. Choose to follow him and to live for him. Tell him that you will Believe and follow Jesus. And if you repent of sin, he'll send you the Holy Spirit to help you. Maybe you're listening to my voice today and you're already a Christian. But you've realized that you've been drifting away. You've been drawn to doing your own will. You've been drawn to the wide way. Repent, even if you're a Christian today, repent. And rededicate your life to follow Jesus. I was a very young boy when I first repented of sin and chose to follow Jesus. And I remember the Holy Spirit coming to my life. I remember experiencing the presence of God. But as I began to get older, I began to follow my own dreams and my own passions. I began to do what I wanted to do. You see, I was drifting from the narrow way and drifting toward the wide way of destruction. But one day the Spirit of God convicted me and I turned again to Jesus. I repented anew, afresh. I rededicated my life to Jesus. And you can do that today. Maybe you've never done that before. Maybe you're not a Christian. You can become a Christian today. Or if you are a Christian and you've been drifting from Him, come back to the narrow way again today. 
And then Peter said, be baptized. Jesus was baptized when he was on earth. And he commanded you and I to be baptized. Now, baptism seems like a very silly thing. You get put in water and you come out of the water, but it's very important because it represents a dying of our old life and a resurrection and a newness of life in Christ. It represents that new life, that new path that we've chosen to take, following Jesus, being baptized as Jesus was baptized and following him with all that we are. Do that today. Repent of sin. Find a church. Be baptized and follow Jesus with all your heart and read his map that he's given you. Read the scriptures and live according to them. Follow Jesus into eternal life. May God bless you. Please stay tuned for more of Josiah Alway in future episodes here on CCI's podcast. If you would like to know more about this ministry, please visit our website at cci.life. You can find our videos at cci.tv.org and on streaming platforms like Vimeo and YouTube. This is Campaign for Christ International, preaching the gospel, helping the sick, and praising the Lord. 